Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Plus and Minus, the new Taiwanese BL drama series. Okay, folks, this series recently came out, and I was like, this looks kind of familiar, <laughs> to be quite honest, because I was like, you know, I don't know why, but I'm thinking I've seen that girl before. And it is made by singer-actor, the same company that created I Do Be Loved in-house. This is, I believe, another Vicky original series, but I don't mean a word. Even though it's a Vicky original series, it's also on other streaming platforms, so you can check that out. But the one I know of is Vicky Rukatan, but I believe it's also probably airing in Japan under another name, or another group, as it were, kind of like I Do Be Loved in-house. This story features the actress and singer Amy, who does the main theme song for the production. It also features the story of two main characters who have known each other since they were about seven years old, all through elementary, middle, high school, college, and they both work at the same law firm and live in the same house. So they've been basically friends and roommates for many, many years. The story is, I believe, about 16 episodes long. I'm not certain on that because I haven't done a ton of research on this production. But I'm really liking what I've seen so far in the first two episodes. Now, I will say, typical to the I Do Be Loved in House type show that actor, what's it, singer-actor did before, it does have some, like, over-the-top silliness in parts, like with the... The one character, I would say, who I'm going to call plus and the other who I'm going to call minus, I'm calling minus the quiet character plus the kind of loud, exuberant character. Anyway, plus is a little over the top, in my opinion. But in, in this series, what happens is Plus's dad really wants Plus to get settled. Plus is like in his, you know, he's in his late 20s, getting ready to be in his 30s. And he's like, you really need to settle down, son. I've, I've met, set up a meeting with the matchmaker. You can go meet these nice girls at the coffee shop. See what you think. Well, at the end of the day, Plus decides that he's really sick of his dad setting him up with dates. Also, he has kind of a... A difficulty dating, I think, because his mom abandoned him as a child. And so he's like, I really don't want to go through what my dad had to go through with my mom leaving my dad to raise me and my sister, because that's just no fun. So he's like, I don't really want to do that. And he's a divorce lawyer with his friends. So he's like, I see enough of marriages going wrong that I really don't want to go through, you know, that whole ordeal myself. So you have him kind of being over-the-top zany, like telling telling the girls that he wants to have, like, I don't know, four children in three years to make them, you know, run away. And that's not an exact quote, but basically he's like, I want to have two boys and two girls, and this will make me so happy, and I wish you one of you. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, uh, for some reason the girl just didn't really like that idea. Oh, just a minute. Stop, Google. But anyway... So my Google goes off at weird times because I have to check my teaching schedule to see if anyone booked a class. And so let's check that real quick. Uh, nope. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so he kind of does that. And then he also has his, 
his best friend and roommate poses his passionate lover who comes in and goes, you're going to go after this girl instead of me, and throws water on him and walks out. And it's kind of funny. I think that part was the most entertaining because I'm going, Minus is such a quiet person that the fact that he went in and threw water on his best friend of 20 years is, is kind of humorous because I'm like, you know, I kind of have a temperament like Minus, but I really cannot imagine, even if my friend wanted me to throw water in their face, ever going up and throwing water on any of my friends. Because I'm like, I just can't do that to you. It would be uncouth and inappropriate. So it's like, that was funny. I don't know why. But anyway, so moving on, this story is basically about over the, I think, 16 episodes we get of it. How Plus and Minus come to realize that maybe it's not such a bad idea for them to end up with someone. And maybe that someone needs to be the person that they've known for 20 years. Because that might be the right person for them. I think that the one thing that I really do like about Taiwanese BL drama that really kind of reframed my mind on some things. I think that I Do Be Loved in House is one of the most interesting productions I've ever seen because it really made me rethink some of my deep-seated opinions, which it takes a lot for Anna to rethink some of my deep-seated opinions because I'm Scottish and Irish. And once I make up my mind about something, it's like, I really don't see the need to change it unless you can present me with a bullet-pointed logical argument. Not because I'm trying to be mercurial, but simply I'm like, it must make sense in order for me to consider that. But I think the one thing that plus and minus, and also I do be love in the house, the themes that they both seem to represent, at least with my initial experience with plus and minus and having watched I Do Be Loved in House way too much. But anyway, we all have vices. Mine is, I really like that show. It's nice. It's about coffee shops and nice people that usually do the right thing. Um, not always. Sometimes they make grave mistakes, but usually do the right thing. So anyway, moving on. But the thing that I think is interesting about plus and minus and also I Do Be Loved in House is I think it's very unique in a way that the picture for plus and minus is of the two characters setting on a swing together. And I'm going, that's kind of the scene when I think of I Do Be Loved in House, I'm going, that scene really made me rethink some of my decisions. Because as some of you know from my podcast last summer, I did consider dating. I mean, I'm more than considered, I went on a dates. I decided I didn't really like that whole thing because my whole premise for dating I found out is not the premise that most people date for and I'm like therefore ergo it it just didn't match up well. No offense to the people who I dated and no offense to me it's just we had very different reasons for dating and that just didn't work. So anyway but the the scene that I think is iconic in I Do Be Loved in House is the scene where she Lee and Jin Yu Zin are sitting on the tire swing drinking their respective drinks that they like and sitting there going, you know, it's not so bad to have someone you beside you. Which I know in that scene it's completely how do you say self-motivated reason for being with someone. Ergo, they make my life easier. But what that got me thinking was I'm like, usually when people date, 
they sit there and go, I'm dating so-and-so because they make my life so much better. Which I totally get is in some ways a good reason to date. I mean, you don't want to date someone who makes your life worse. I mean, don't get me wrong here. But to date someone simply because they make your life better is not, in honest opinion, a particularly good reason to date someone because it's like, well, do you make their life better too? It should be a mutual beneficial relationship because in a way, life on earth is kind of, you know, you go through many things and you want to go through those things successfully in a way that not only benefits you, but benefits the people who are around you. And to me, that's why I really never dated because I was like, you know, it's not that I couldn't date, but I was like, I don't see that being beneficial for both parties. And if it's not beneficial for both parties, then I don't see the point of dating. It's like, I was having a conversation with one of my students actually this morning about this very topic, which is kind of weird. But anyway, she was discussing and I was discussing something regarding like height and tallness in English. And they said, you know, when when you date someone who's taller, it's very helpful because they can help you lift things and do things and X, Y, and Z. And I said, yes, that, that's quite true. And that segued over to, I've been having some, what do you call it? Sciatica, I think is the name, issues because Anna was stupid and I'm packing up because I'm moving again in four months and I'm proactive and I'm like, I do not want to be facing this in June. I would rather face this head on now and, you know, pack up things that I'm really not going to, it's like, I love books, but I'm not going to read the 200 volumes I have on my shelf before I move. So I'm like, they might as well go in the box now instead of later so that I'm not having to deal with this when I'm in summer school as well. So I'm like, it just makes sense for me. So I was packing things up yesterday and I decided to put like 23 kilograms of books in a box with some sofa pillows, which seems like a good idea. The box held them, but the bad idea was I live on in an apartment several stories up with no elevator and so the the bad idea was trying to lug all those books down the stairs to get them to my vehicle to get them to the storage area and I was like you know this morning when I woke up I was like Anna that was a bad idea but that was an idea that I made knowing it was probably a bad idea and still did it anyway. But I was talking to my students, they're like, well, you know, you really, if you did have someone in your life, Anna, they could help you move things and, you know, do things, even though you're a really tall person, so you really don't have the height issue. And I'm like, but that wouldn't be fair to the other person, so-and-so. And they're like, what? And I said, well, to me, I mean, if I need help moving or hauling, then I would pay someone to come help me move or haul. I would not ask my significant other, oh, by the way, would you mind hauling these, you know, 23, 24 kilograms of books down several flights of stairs? Because why would I ask them to do something that I find unpleasant? That just doesn't seem like a nice thing to do. Which, you know, it made me rethink because I'm like, you know, the, the few people that I have dated, the one thing that they didn't like was they were like, you don't really need help with things. And I'm like, well, it's not that I don't need help with things, but 
I seldom do need help with things, which I guess is something other parties like to be able to help the other one. Like, it's not that I don't ever need help because like there were times in my life when like maybe once a year I would have something come up and I would call Bob and say, Bob, I need help with X. Now, I have considered every possibility before making this phone call, which Bob already knew and was like, oh, that's no big deal. And I'm like, thank you, Bob. But I really do do that. And I think that the the thing that I realized, though, circling the long wagon, about 23 kilograms of books in a box and couch pillows, was the fact that the the concepts that were brought forth in I Do Be Loved in House, and which I think also plus and minus will bring forth, is everyone tends to have this kind of rose-colored view of romance, that you end up with someone because of their looks or their attractiveness or the fact that your heart beats fast when you're with them, which I, I had to laugh very hard when I was watching Semantic Era when the one character asked um, Chu Sang-woo, does your heart beat faster? Does your heart beat when you're rumming? And Chu Sang was like, of course it does, or I would be dead. And I'm like, oh, I, I so get that. And I mean, no offense, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, of course your heart beats, or you would be dead. Mm -hmm. So anyway, moving on. But the thing that I think is interesting about I Do Be Loved in House and Plus and Minus is that the reasons that the characters do end up with one another it's not that they don't have passion. It's not that they aren't attracted to one another. But I would say that they all know their good and bad points. And by knowing their bad points as well as their good points, they're able to like that person for their complete self. I think that oftentimes when we get into relationships, we like people's good qualities, which is great. But... Do we like them equally well in maybe their not-so-good qualities? Like the fact that they might put things in their cupboard in a way that might make us sit there and go, why did they put the cups by the cereal bowls? When we grew up in a home that you put your cups in a whole different cupboard that had nothing to do with cereal bowls. And it's like, do you like that person for all their quirks? And I think that with plus and minus, you have two characters who they've known each other for 20 years. They've seen their good qualities. They've seen their bad qualities. They've lived together since probably college. I'm guessing they probably roomed together even in college. So all the little quirks that could make a relationship fall apart because ergo, we decide we like each other and we're moving in together and all that, that would not be an issue with plus and minus. So I'm like, I'm going to be curious to see as the story develops how they deal with the fact that both these characters might end up liking each other. The other thing that I think is interesting in Taiwanese drama is like with I Do Be Loved in House and plus and minus, I'm not saying we don't have the, what do you call it? the big realization that, oh, we like this person and this person happens to be of the same sex. But the thing is, is we don't really have excessive dwelling on that consideration in either, I don't think plus and minus is probably going to have that too much. And I don't think, I mean, in my opinion, I do be loved in house really didn't have that terribly much either. I mean, 
we knew from the very beginning that Jin Yuzin had liked, what was his name, Eastone, and it wasn't really that big of a surprise that he liked Shi Li. I mean, Shi Li's a very likable character, so I mean, it just kind of stands to reason that he might have liked him. So anyway, but, and with Shi Li, I mean, yeah, I think there was a bit of a surprise that he liked Jin Yuzin, but... I think that with Shi Li, it was more of a surprise that he could like someone who he seemed to have detested so much at the beginning. And he's like, I dislike you intensely. And then he's like, you know, Jin Yuzin isn't quite so bad. Very, yeah, kind of weird. So anyway, and you know, I think when he did come to that realization, and there might have been a little bit of a concern because he's like, you know, I never really thought about liking guys, but I liked Jin Yuzin. I don't think it was so much he liked guys as he liked Jin Yuzin, which is not exactly the same thing, which we get into that whole thing with Thai BL dramas, which people get really upset about. And I'm not going to go into that big conundrum here, but I'm simply saying, I think that it's more about liking the people rather than the gender. And I think we put we put everyone in so many boxes in this world that I find it refreshing that we really aren't having that whole conversation when we watch Taiwanese or Thai dramas quite as much. Anyway, moving on. And, you know, also with Shi Li, I think he was mainly concerned because he was worried his mom would maybe act strangely around him if she found out that he was with Little Zan. But I think she was just happy that Shi Li was happy and little Jean was a good kid so i mean yeah anyway so but plus and minus i think that with the two main characters as their story develops it's going to be really kind of cool to see and also it's going to be irksome because we have to wait so many weeks for the conclusion that's the only thing that i really do not like about taiwanese drama is the fact that we have to wait each week for the next episode because they do move rather slowly, which I like that feature, but I do not like having to wait for a whole week for the next episode. I think they should move slowly, but we should get all the episodes at once. Kind of like I was reading a feed on Bad Buddy and people were like, you know, with Bad Buddy, that's the one that really made me want the Thai dramas to release just the whole thing at once. And I'm like, thank you, my people, because Bad Buddy was like, when we reached episode 11... I was like, Pat and Pran would not have done this. If this is how it ends, I want a remake. I mean, I will be writing GMMTV, translating it to Thai if I have to, but they would not have broken up. And anyway, you can hear my rant on that if you want to a few episodes ago. But anyway, that is my review of what I think of Plus and Minus so far. This is going to air through, I believe, June, maybe July. So we've got quite a ways to go. It's going to be exciting. But also, I'm like, can we just please have the whole thing at once? It's kind of like how I felt when I found out Cutie Pie episode, I think it's nine, decided to wait a week to load. I'm like, what the, what the bloody hell is up with that? But anyway, you know, yeah. I'm not serious. I'm still following, but I haven't made any podcasts of, and that one is not entirely kid-friendly. So, I mean, I do like the concept of Cutie Pie. I will, I will make a review of why I like the concept of Cutie Pie, but I'm kind of holding out on whether I really like it or not. 
because I'm like, you definitely have to skip some things with the kitties on that one, especially in the last episode. But anyway, I'm not saying like, they were just being romantical. But anyway, it's like, pets have romantical with the kitties. I'm not saying because it was BL, I'm simply saying because you just can't have romantical with the kitties. I do the same thing when I watch rom-coms, which doesn't happen very often. But anyway, it's like, well, they had a, they hugged. Oh, look, we're having breakfast. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, um, it seems like toast and pancakes. You know, we go from evening to morning so quickly when you watch a show with Anna. But anyway, uh, that's just me. So Bob Bob was like, Ugh, watching shows with you, it makes it so much shorter. I'm like, well, we can watch the Lord of the Rings and like, you know, we can break it down, take the battle scenes out and you, you can watch the whole show in like 45 minutes on some of those. So it's like, you know, speed watch. But anyway, plus and minus, you can watch it on Vicky Rukaton. It is free of charge. I would highly recommend you spend the money to have the membership so that you do not have the annoying ads every few minutes. And I hope you enjoyed this little ramble through plus and minus. Also, there is another couple shown in the film. It looks like it's the bartender and the laundry shop owner above. I really like that development too, because I, I think it's neat when we incorporate couples that do have kids involved. It reminds me of history, I think it was history three, right or wrong. So anyway, with what was her name? Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, Phoebe. The little girl who's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, she's very opinionated. She's like, can I please have one of those? Do they have one? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah. But that little girl from history, that's going to drive me nuts. I've got to remember what that girl's name was. Gigi? Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll think of it probably after this podcast. But anyway, that is my review of Plus and Minus, what Anna thinks of the Taiwanese BL drama series so far. Check it at the round table. Bye! Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels, The Hand Network, Check It Roundtable, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses, R-O-S-E-S, out of the snow, O-U-T-O-F-S-N-O-W at gmail.com. And you can support us also on Venmo. The, the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R. The last four to verify are 1143. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.